Hello and welcome to the Sacred Surf Shack podcast. This is James Sharar, your host, speaking to you right now. My overall intention for you, the listener, is to be able to start to relate more deeply to yourself and to others and to be able to start to hear certain uh, ideas, concepts, and um, create a curiosity and wonder to start to heal and transform your own self so you can be a better human for society, for culture, for your families, for your friends, and yourself. This is what I do. This is what I love. And, and I have many other passions. And one of them is definitely about expressing what I hold dear to my heart and I hope to chat about topics and themes such as transformation, enlightenment, psychotherapy, uh, psychology, self-development, self-improvement, spirituality, relationships, parenting, basically all things life. This, I hope, is going to turn into something quite beautiful and I hope to get on to many guests to have real discussions, real open and honest discussions about some things that may not be spoken about to just give the listeners perspective and a shift of that so that they can deepen into themselves. So this is the podcast in a nutshell and I look forward to sharing episodes with you. So have a listen and enjoy yourself. Hello everyone, welcome to the Sacred Surf Shack podcast with your host James Shirah yet again. Excited to do this podcast. This is some something that I, for, for one, got very, very trapped in in the beginning of my journey for a good solid while until breath work, <laughs> until I found breath work. And um, well, even still that became a little bit of a, a bypassing tool but you know when you do holotropic breath work and re- rebirthing style breath work, there's um there's there's no avoiding your shit. That's for sure. So today's podcast is spiritual bypassing or just bypassing, um, just bypassing your unconscious. I guess that's what it would be. You know we see this quite prevalent in the spiritual community, especially the new age spiritual communities, the love and lighters. And um, there's nothing wrong with love and light. Like, you know, we all have that within us, but we also have fear and shadow, you know, anger, hate, and all these sort of other feelings and emotions that we seem to want to neglect, avoid, and bypass because it's, they are fucking uncomfortable. That's just the truth of the matter. They don't feel good. Um, you know, why would you want to feel them? They don't feel nice. However... You can't go around it or over it or under it. You have to go through it. So I'm just going to share with you some of the ways in which I've come to see spiritual bypassing is happening within the world. And I will begin now. Um, so the first one that I, I guess I see is we, we become attached to, say, systems and frameworks. Um, this can be like psychotherapy, psychology, um, astrology, human design, numerology, this, look, the list goes on. Um, but we can get attached to these sort of systems and frameworks and rather use them as a stepping stone to do our own work and to move forward. We can become quite trapped in the system to the point where it actually disempowers us. And 
actually creates more confusion and lack of clarity because we, we're, we're too fixated upon the system itself. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like I said, it has its place. It, it, it's very incredibly helpful. Like, you know, I'm a psychotherapist and counselor and I, I use these frameworks, but I'm starting to learn to, to also not attach to them. Um, you know, human design, I got lost in that for a very small moment. Um, due to my past history of doing this, having this pattern where I would get quite attached to things. So I, I noticed I was getting a little bit attached, so I kind of just, you know, returned back to an open, authentic, um, and honest sort of mind towards it or position so that I could not get trapped or cause myself to bypass in any sort of way. Um, oh, a big one, a big one is... Um, we get so trapped in our own, and this is more so with for the spiritual community and new age and, uh, fuck, even like the old Eastern stuff. Um, we get so caught in our own spiritual do- dogmatic beliefs and ways of being and practices and orientations of life that, uh, we just forget that we're a fucking human. Like we are in a meat sack having a human experience and we're not angels with wings or aliens with giant heads and giant eyeballs and living on a fucking spaceship, um, which, you know, we don't even know if that's real, really. Like, we don't. Some people may have had a direct experience and they're fucking rare. Uh, but let's be real, like, they're probably talking to us from a dimension that is not outside of space, in space and in the earth. I'm a big believer on the inner earth. I don't know what shape the earth is, but I used to have dreams about the inner earth. So that's where I rest my, myself around that. Anyway, I'm, I, I digress. So we, we really forget about our own human experience. And, you know, this is an easy one. People could use philosophy and, again, again psychotherapy, philosophy, psychology, um, new age stuff, magic, magic stuff, all sorts, you know, all that sort of beautiful and amazing and delightful information and knowledge. Um, but we forget to actually embody it or we just don't embody it into a human experience. And you've got people out there that have ginormous spiritual egos, walk, spiritual egos walking around like they're masters, gurus, fucking flying spaceship, UFO, divine goddess, priestess, masculine warriors, all that sort of shit. And, you know, to be honest, I got caught there in some degree. Like I had a pretty large spiritual ego thinking I was the lovest of lightest human ever in existence. Then I did my first holotropic breathwork and holy fuck, holy fuck, um, my shadow came up very hardcore. Um, I was I was kind of putting on this happy sort of fucking, oh, I'm so positive, positive vibes only. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, and that came kind of crashing down, eh? So um, holotropic breathwork, rebirthing breathwork, highly recommend it. Um, it's helped me tremendously as well as um, psychotherapy and somatic talk therapy. Super awesome also. So back to what I was saying is I think another way we bypass is we can pretend, just pretend, we just pretend, just that word, pretend, pretend that we're happy, pretend that we're positive, pretend that we're loving, but then internally we're actually experiencing the opposite. 
And then we may actually like start to really hate ourselves and resent ourselves and all like, like oh, this is all unconscious that we're doing that. But we still hold this mask as if we are not experiencing that. And that's what spiritual bypassing is. It's like the your direct what are you experiencing in this direct moment? Like what are you experiencing? What's the absolute truth in this moment? So if you're feeling angry and you're trying to be happy, what's the what's the absolute truth there? You're feeling angry. Now what's the anger protecting? You know, we can go deeper and deeper and deeper, right? There's layers to it. But many of us, well, I wouldn't say many of us, we in the collective, um, tend to bypass in the beginning or try to avoid because facing uncomfortable truths about ourselves and others and the collective is too challenging, too hard. It's painful. And, you know, we have a pretty, you know, not so good relationship with pain and pleasure in the collective. Uh, we all do or have experienced pain and pleasure in very, very different ways. Um, and they're great tools to avoid, right? Especially pleasure, you know, this is coming from an ex-addict junkie, professional junkie. Um, and I used to use a lot of pleasure to escape, right? Lots of pleasure. And we can use spiritual things to, to escape, like, you know, another spiritual bypassing thing that I've become aware of within myself um, is like plant medicines. And, you know, they're very beneficial and they're very good for helping to heal. But I don't feel like they can help you transform to, to transform, just put it that way. I think they can give you a, a glimpse and they can help you see things differently. But I don't feel like it's a necessary step for everyone to, to go and dive into plant medicines, which most people know this, but I feel like there's people out there, you know, that are really abusing the plant medicine. Like, fuck man. Like even cacao now, like it's fucking on everyone's doorstep. Like, don't get me wrong. I love cacao. I have it every fucking day, but you know, the sacred cacao, there's people just using it willy nilly. Um, they haven't been trained in in the sacred way of using it. They're just using it in the kitchen because they think they can they can do it. I'm a big believer on in you know using it sacredly, preferably someone who's trained in it. You know, I've used it without being trained in it, but I do it with myself. I don't offer it to others. So you know, I digress there. But that's also what's happening is there are people offering plant medicine journeys and all sorts of stuff, and they're not truly trained in it. Um, and going to study the, the the depths of what you need to study around this because it can open you up. It opens you up ultimately when you when you ingest plants, you're opening up your your energy channels and then your your auric field becomes open. So what can happen from that is, um, you know, dark entities can come in, dark forces can come in, um, unconscious stuff can arise and then get stuck and caught and just create havoc for your life. Um, and often we think that we need more of what the, the thing because we get a glimpse of just, you know, absolute delight and beauty and oneness and melting into the cosmic cushion of life, you know, whatever it is. But it's a very, very powerful way and elusive, elusive is the word, illusion to bypass. And I'm one of those people like I've, I haven't done any like heavy psychedelics 
except for magic mushrooms, which is, I don't think that's pretty, to me personally, that's pretty mild. But I was microdosing, you know, on and off for like two years. And it helped a lot with my depression and it helped my depression lol. Like I own depression. It's a fucking experience um, with depression. And it helped me with anxiety. It helped me with addiction. It helped with a number of things. And, you know, I haven't had psychedelics in like two and a half years now. Um, I was a big cannabis user. Like, man, big cannabis user. 18 years on that shit. 18? No, 16. 18. Fuck, 18 years. So, I mean, two and a half years clean on that stuff. But anyway, that's a story for another podcast about cannabis. I'd like to get someone on for that one, actually. Anyway, so back to spiritual bypassing and bypassing our stuff. I, I, I feel like this is a big one and I could probably talk a bit bit more about it, which I will. I will. I'll share some more about it. So another one that I've just become aware of that I was um, doing to some sort of degree, but not fully, like how you could see this is like where you, where you bypass and avoid shallow talk with people, where you just need deep depth of conversations with others and connection. And, you know, if you feel uncomfortable with someone's shallowness, that's that's something in you that's unable to be with that. So for me, I became aware of um, where, you know, and it only happened with intimate others. I can be with anything. It's quite interesting. I, I, I can talk to someone, relate to them, and just be totally fine, totally comfortable. I could be talking about something that I completely have no idea about. But I'm just there talking and relating to them because somehow I just managed to do this. But... I noticed it at praying with mainly with my partner and a couple close friends um, about certain things that I could see that they couldn't see. And I realized it was me not being with shallowness. So it's not necessarily around conversation. It's just some aspect that I can see um, that's shallow and not deep was causing me to feel uncomfortable because I could see it, you know, not that I was saying anything, just I could see it. And I was like, why? Why can't you see this? Because they're not there yet. That's just simple truth. Um, but the whole thing around being with shallow conversation um, and being with deep conversation is like there's two sides. You need to be with both. It's like yin and yang, right? So there's like one thing around spiritual bypassing or spiritual communities it's like they put themselves in these boxes where they'll only spend time around people that um yeah that can only meet them deeply and then they almost shut themselves off from other people which is the whole point of this whole journey is to be with everything to be relate to everything right to have a relationship with absolutely everything and and be equanimous and just be loving and peaceful and calm, abiding in calmness, as Rudolf Steiner calls it. So this is another one that I, I feel many people you know, maybe might find me speaking about uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not sure. I know for myself it was in the beginning of my journey, it was kind of like that, and I was confused and didn't understand. People were calling me crazy because I used to know I was a drug addict, so... 
if I started talking about anything outside of the normal sort of tradey surfing sort of you know hedonistic boy boyhood boyhoodum uh, boyland, I would get called crazy and just get off the drugs and stuff. So you know, it it was quite funny, but in that it's. It's still avoiding if you try and just flip over, flick team, flip over teams. It's like, oh, I'm just going to talk about this now, just the deep stuff, because it's nourishing for me. It's like it doesn't matter. You can be nourished with shallow. Sometimes that's more got more substance in it than the deep stuff. Um, so it's just that's another thing that I, I felt compelled to share with you, and just one last thing that I feel called to share. And this is a big one for me, is you look external to yourself. So you almost find or have an external reference point. So signs, symbols, gurus, people. Um, and I'm not to say that you don't find that doesn't have a place. We need to, I feel like it's very important to have feedback and very important to notice the signs and symbols. But then also in that is we need to be not attached to the that as the sole provider of the steps that we need to take, as we need to create an inner reference point. And this is often daunting because um, we have to actually face a lot of stuff that's in the way of getting that sort of clear reference point. Um to be able to trust our own intuition and our own guidance, inner guidance system. So often, like, you know, we can see spiritual bypassing in that and that degree is where we're constantly looking for outside of ourselves for the information, whether it could be through a, a psychic, a, you know, a coach, a counselor, a mentor, a guru, uh, books, uh, whatever it is, right? We can be looking external to us like I did this all the fucking time. You know, I was a pendulum master and I'd use a pendulum um, to make decisions. It could be as simple as eating food. I would use it. <laughs> like I became quite laughable, to be honest. Um, and now I don't, I don't use it now. I just have a re- in a reference point where I can function. I can function largely from that place now. And it's still refining. It's still getting, you know, better and easier to to listen to. But this is a part of the journey: is you know, turning inward and starting to trust yourself, which means you have to face your stuff and you can't avoid it any further. Um, I feel like that's a big one, a very big one. Another one as well. I'll just quickly drop before I close up the podcast is like, you know, you can be at of service to others. And you put your attention so much on others that you actually forget about yourself or you avoid yourself. So you base your own spiritual journey, spiritual success. Oh, man, that word just gets overused. Even I'm overusing that fucking word. Spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. Um, But you know what I'm saying. Self-development, spiritual, consciousness work, however you wish to label this. Um, Yeah, so we can actually... use other people as escapism and bypassing tools and avoidance to face our own stuff and there's plenty of coaches mentors and all that kind of stuff you know i would i reckon i would have done that at some point um where we avoid our own stuff actually no i've never done that i don't think i've done that no i've been pretty steady to looking at my shit um anyway 
Yeah, so that's one other way where we can really look external and, yeah, it's like we can focus on others rather than ourselves and think that that's all the work because of the work we're doing in the world when we need to tend to our own, our own wounds or our own fragmented parts or the parts of ourselves that need the love and the kindness and the support, um, our little inner child. Uh, and, and I think that's a big one for many people out there is um, people pleasing and, and not so much people pleasing, but more just people pleasing, but more so around like doing things for others and being there for others and just fi- just just to stop and go like, what do I need? You know, where does a boundary need to put in place? What do I need right now? I've been doing everything for everyone this week and you need to stop and what's coming up for me right now and this can be incredibly confronting for some people um because i feel like sometimes the true selflessness is actually being selfish um because sometimes that's what you need to do and yeah i'm going to leave it with that so i hope you enjoy this podcast a little bit longer than the last one and i look forward to sharing the next podcast with you have a wonderful morning day and evening whatever time listen to this and i'll catch you on the next one catch you later take it easy thanks for listening to that episode of the podcast where you can find me is www.soulseeker.net also work at the landing space at forester's beach being a youth mentor and holistic counselor i have my own holistic counseling practice as well which is on the soul seeker website you can also find me on instagram the underscore mindful underscore dad or the sacred surf shack which is all on instagram or you can find me on facebook um so there are all the places you can find me have a lovely morning day or afternoon wherever it is for you and i look forward to sharing the next podcast with you bye